Welcome to an emergency episode of Jingle Jank, the show where we find offbeat and obscure Christmas music on YouTube. I'm your host, Scott, joined as always by Jay. Jay, we should explain why this is an emergency episode. We should, Scott. This is a, a very unusual set of circumstances for us this weekend where we had to uh, we had to zig and zag a little bit. Yeah, so listeners may not believe this, but we actually do prepare ahead of time for this show. And while I was doing the research this morning, creating the Google Doc, I sent it to you, and you sent me a note that said, hey, wait, tomorrow's Mother's Day. And Jay and I have been married long enough to wonderful wives who are the mothers of our children to know that recording this nonsense on Mother's Day is a non-starter. So we mo- it is now Saturday afternoon. I'm probably going to edit this tonight or tomorrow. It'll probably still come out in the normal time. But we weren't able to do our normal routine for this. So, Jay, you have not heard any of the songs that we're playing today. Is that correct? That is correct, ladies and gentlemen. I am coming in sans preparation. This is going to be kind of fun. It is. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to see some of your your original reaction to this. Yeah, it will be. It'll be neat to actually do it cold from that standpoint. And I don't know if it's like some version of Stockholm Syndrome, if that's the right phrase here. But I've gotten to the point where if like more than a week goes by where I don't think or talk about Christmas, I start to get like this anxiety. So I think this that's one of the side effects of the show that uh, I'm anxious to talk a little Christmas and it's going to be even more fun not having any idea what these songs are. Well, we get lots of great listener feedback and when those come in, I share it with you and we chat about it. So this show is always top of mind, at least every couple days. And you're right, like you and I don't have the time and energy to do this every single week, but if we did without any other responsibilities, I absolutely would. I have a blast doing this with you. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I'm sure that we, we have plumbed the depths of many, many various angles of Christmas music. And I just want to go on the record. I'm not going to say what it was. This wasn't my first choice of, um, of Mother's Day weekend uh, ways to recognize it. Yeah. We, we had to go with a more G-rated friendly version of my, my initial recommendation. But this, I think, parody songs is good enough. But moms, we want to thank you for supporting our show and for making Christmas wonderful all over the world. Yes, thank you to all the moms who listen to us. I'm not sure exactly who you all are, but you all know who you are. Whether that's a kid mom, a dog or cat mom, anything. Thank you for all that you do, and we appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for knowing where everything is, moms, and uh, (laughs) leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. (laughs) So, Jay, you tasked me with the theme of today's show. Yes. Today's show is going to be about parody Christmas songs. Where did you come up with the idea from, Jay? So, parody Christmas songs, you know, this is one of those ones that I think has, as long as I've enjoyed Christmas music, one of the reasons why has always been the various uh, funny songs that come up. And because it's Christmas, you know, you're not hearing them constantly, so they have, like, I think a better lifespan in that regard. And I mean, Rudolph, the uh, a grandma got run over by a reindeer is sort of like that's the gateway drug of of parody Christmas songs that we all that we all hear. And maybe it's not a parody because I don't think there's a straight version of that song. Right. But um, you get the point. So that's what it is. Scott. I think this is this thread is interwoven with my love of Christmas music. And I like parody songs because to be a parody, you need to be reasonably familiar with what the original material is. And Christmas music, obviously a very rich vein for this. You know, we know the songs. Yeah, so what is the what is the academic definition of the arena that we're wading into today? Okay, I have the, the Wikipedia definition of parody. Are you ready? I am, yeah. 
Parody music involves changing or copying existing, usually well-known musical ideas and or lyrics, or copying the particular style of a composer or performer, or even a general style of music. Now, that's, that's pretty academic. Yeah, I would say you're, so. You're, you're making a copy of an existing piece of work. And here's the special thing about parody. Under U.S. copyright law, a parody can be considered a derivative work protected from copyright infringement claims by the fair use doctrine. Interesting. So the original artist cannot get mad at you and sue you for making a parody of their song. Well, as far as I know, I'm not a lawyer. So if, uh, I don't know, contact your own lawyer if you're in the middle of making parody songs. Right, right. So you gave me this task and I said, oh, this is going to be easy. But it actually turned out to be much harder. It took me a couple hours last night to find five songs and, and I had some criteria. Okay. The first one was, it can't be dirty. And you would be shocked at the amount of dirty Christmas parody songs. Things things of an adult nature. Yeah, I, I personally would not be shocked because I consider myself a connoisseur okay. of, right. of dirty Christmas music. Um, okay. That's a separate a show. Taste, a tasteful person. The lay person. Yes, the, a, t- yeah. a person with with greater moral fiber than my own might be shocked. And there are some really funny ones out there, but we've decided long ago this was a family friendly podcast, Correct. so we're not going to do any of those. Correct. The second is there is a lot of political Christmas parody things like you know Obama got run over by a reindeer, yeah. Osama got run. I just didn't want to wade into any of those waters because if we did, I feel like it'd be necessary to do both sides, and we'd be here forever. And, yeah, and honestly, they're they're really not that good. Yeah, exactly, and it's just like a, uh, enough. The third, yeah, the third was there is a lot of parody Christmas music right now about coronavirus. Ah, topical. Yeah, very topical, and it probably has something to do with YouTube's algorithm and surfacing more recent content. We do have one of those songs today, but, you know, I I was trying to come up with a variety. Okay. And the fourth criteria was that we couldn't just pick all songs by Bob Rivers. Yeah. Because Bob Rivers is kind of considered the king of parody Christmas music. He is the weird Al of Christmas music. Is that fair? I would say so, yeah. He is definitely by far has the the largest catalog, I would say, in, of Christmas parodies. And, and some of the ones that you know, you're most familiar with are going to be Bob Rivers. And Isn't there a name like, is it Bob Rivers and the Christmas Players or something like that? The early album was Bob Rivers and Tw- and Twisted Christmas. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, Twisted Christmas. Or Twisted Radio. Uh, Twisted Christmas was the album. Twisted Radio was his group. Okay. He was actually a DJ, and that was part of his you know his, his whole morning show shtick. Now, you and I had a Bob Rivers tape in high school, and we found it very funny. Here's something I noticed about that, Jay. I was listening to the Great Hark podcast. Right. And... They take listener submissions for songs, and one of them was a Bob Rivers song, and they played it. And they're significantly younger than us, probably 10 to 12 years younger than us. Okay. Uh, They just absolutely tore it apart. And at first, I was kind of offended. Like, wait a minute. I really like this song. It was like the 12 Pains of Christmas. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites. Well, the things they were pointing out, like, there were some huge stereotypes in there. Racial stereotypes. Oh, yeah. Uh, gay stereotypes and just things that have not aged well at all. And I'll be honest, we never thought of those things. Yeah. Back then, it it wasn't it wasn't verboten, and it's hard to listen to that music with fresh ears now. That's not true for all of his music. He's got some really funny stuff, like walking around in women's underwear and stuff. Yeah. But I didn't want to pick those. Those are the obvious ones. So I wanted to go deeper. And the last criteria of picking songs today was it had to be really, really good quality musically. 
that the singing, the music, there's a lot of people with an acoustic guitar in an empty bedroom singing and it's all echoey and then the music's, te- you know, even if the, the playing is fine, the, the production quality is terrible. Right. So I didn't want to pick any of those. I wanted to pick really good parodies today. Can you promise me though, you're, promi- you, you, you're on the record, not on the show, but off, off air is promising me that we will do a YouTube, you know, the best of the bedroom recordings. And I don't, I don't want crap like you said that we, you can't, it has to be audible. Like we have to be able to listen to it. But I, I like we have to have an amateur hour at some point uh, for some episode. Yes, breaking news. I have confirmed with Brian and Dan from the Deck to Hallmark podcast that they will come on the show, and we are going to do the long-awaited, terrible Christmas yeah. music episode. And a lot of it's going to be very amateur. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Before we get going, Jay. Yes. Just a tiny bit of housekeeping. We had a lot of feedback on our last show, Who Sang It Better? Mm. We had our friend May on, and she brought the songs. We picked our versions, and uh, we got many emails, like five, okay. from uh, from listeners saying how much they liked it. And we really appreciate that. We're glad that people liked it. Yeah. We will absolutely do it again in the future. We're not going to change the format of the show, but I think like every few episodes, we may be able to do one like that if we can line up a guest and, and figure out the scheduling and all that. Yeah. And hey, if you've got an idea for uh, for how another version of that, another flavor of it that you'd like to hear, we would definitely, I'd say, send it to us. I mean, that's... Uh... That was yeah. that was the genesis of the episode with May. It was her idea, and uh, I used to work in a company that you know they had that kind of a bright idea program where if you came up with an idea, then you'd be responsible for implementing it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I worked for a company, and the suggestion box was right over the garbage can, and there was no bottom. It just yeah, yeah, I've been a few through. of those places too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to get into the music today? Let's do it. Okay, now I did say that I didn't want to pick all Bob Rivers songs, but The first song today is a Bob Rivers song. Now, here's the interesting thing about Bob Rivers. It's not like the guy, the man, Bob Rivers, was just sitting there singing every song. He was kind of more of a figurehead in the Christmas parody scene, and he had a lot of different musicians and singers and players. So you're going to hear a female singer today, even though it's a song that is credited to Bob Rivers. Does that make sense? It does. Interesting. Go ahead. Um, And also, because this was kind of a last-minute thing, Jay... We have two songs by the same artist today, and I I felt kind of icky about that, but they're in vastly different styles, and, you know, it's the day before Mother's Day, it's Saturday afternoon, we're going to go with it, and and I think the songs are great, and that's why I did it, so just wanted to give you a heads up beforehand. Yeah, and I think our listeners will give give us some latitude on that. Yeah. All right. So here's what I think we'll do, Jay. All these songs today are parodies of original songs. Now, four of the five songs that are the original work are not Christmas songs. Interesting. I thought what we would do is we would play a short clip of the original first, and then we would play the Christmas parody of it so that people were absolutely familiar with what song is being parodied. Does that sound good? I think that sounds appropriate. All right. So our first song today, the first song being parodied is Who Put the Bump by Barry Mann. Let me play a clip.
All right, so that was Who Put the Bump by Barry Mann. Is your appetite whetted, Jay? It is. And it, it's, the 50s were a magical time when all you had to do was sing about like nonsense words and you could have a hit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay, so the first Christmas parody today is Who Put the Stump Up My Rump by Bob Rivers. I'd like to find the guy who done me wrong and stuck my butt up on this Christmas tree. Right, Jay, that was Who Put the Stump Up My Rump mm. by Bob Rivers. First impressions? I loved it. I mean, you know, it's uh, hard to hide my my enthusiasm. This still makes me laugh. And I, I'm thinking this is like probably one of the like the milder Bob Rivers songs, and it's not that <laughs> mild. <laughs> yeah, I should have warned listeners that there was some bathroom humor in this one. I don't think anything was too bad, but uh, if you have kids listening, you might not want to have listened to that. Sorry. Yeah, you want to have some splaining to do. So this is, as we mentioned, this is a parody of Who Put the Bump by Barry Mann from 1961. And this is a Bob Rivers song. That artist is obviously not Bob Rivers himself. I don't know the name of the singer. That kind of information doesn't seem to be widely available. This is from the 2000 album Chipmunks Roasting on an Open Fire by Bob Rivers. Hmm. Jay, did you know that Bob Rivers has five Christmas albums? I had no idea. I'm well. I knew that he had a, a couple. I thought it was two or three. Yeah, so I guess not that many. But uh, I didn't know either, though. That he's. He, I kind of thought like he stopped putting out music. But this is. This was released when. Um, two thousand. Yeah. So this is much. Well, that's much still more. twenty-one years ago, buddy. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> but it does. But, uh, it, it. He is listed as retired. Yeah. So I'm. I'm not sure you know, what that really means. I do have some information about Bob Rivers from Wikipedia, and I think this is interesting because I've known about Bob Rivers since we were in high school. Bob Rivers was born in 1956 in Branford, Connecticut, so a hometown boy for us. I had no idea. Connecticut, man. He's a retired American rock and roll radio on-air personality from the Pacific Northwest, as well as a prolific producer and songwriter of parody songs, most famous for his Christmas song parodies. Amazing. One more note, his album Twisted Christmas, which is the one you and I had, it was certified gold by the Recording Industry of America. Nice. Yeah, so good for him. Yeah. Um, I I think one of the themes today is that some of the information is on the artists themselves is going to be a little sparse. Yeah. Because it's just a little hard to find some of the stuff. Bob Rivers was an easy one. He's probably the most iconic. Uh, I did pull a couple notable lyrics that that I thought were funny. Mm-hmm. Who took that bush and crammed it in my tush? He made mm. this angel beg for mercy, please. First of all, excellent word smithing on that. Yeah. And and the song was just funny. Sure, it was some bathroom humor, but you and I were saying while it was playing that you can't knock the production quality of this. That was perfect studio level recording. Yeah, this guy really owns it. 
So anything else you want to say about uh, Bob Rivers before we move on? No, I did not know he was born in Connecticut. So that's a big no, uh, tie-in no uh, for, again, reminding our listeners, Scott and I hail from uh, the Constitution State as well. So that's close to home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I, I nothing more to say other than I definitely recommend, you know, you, that you check out if you're not familiar with Bob Rivers, check out Twisted Christmas, check out his other works. And if you've got, you know, going back to our, as always, our playlist uh, curation Bob Rivers is great to slip in, you know, for a party or like a long drive or something like that. Sprinkle a few Bob Rivers songs in there and uh, you'll, you'll do well. Yeah, a few of his songs don't hold up to, uh, to modern sensibilities like um, the song Foreigners. You know, uh, that, that was that one I'm not familiar yeah. with, but I can <laughs> or, see I can, we're not to judge a book by its cover, <laughs> yeah. but I can see how that one might be problematic. <laughs> we're not going to we're not going to get into it. But uh, yeah, he, he's got some great stuff. Good. But for the purposes of our show, he's a little too mainstream. You, you would have known a lot of these songs. So, yes, we're definitely going more obscure here. It's going to go downhill from here. The second song that is being parodied today is Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus. Are you familiar with that song? Oh, yes, I am. All right, here's a clip. That was Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus. Let's get into the Christmas parody version of that song. This is Deck the Halls, the Wrecking Ball parody by Dave and Brian. All right. Don't get in my way on this Black Friday Cause I will trample you For cheap DVDs like Rush Hour 3 There's nothing I won't do I really wanna deck the halls While listening to William Hung Throw some bells of holly That was Deck the Halls, the Wrecking Ball parody by Dave and Brian. Have we, have we had a Dave and Brian on the show before? No, these guys are new to me, and I didn't find a ton of information about them. Okay. As we mentioned, this is a parody of Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus from 2013. These artists, Dave and Brian, put out this single in 2013 as well. So it was very timely with the release of Wrecking Ball. The only information I found about these guys was on their YouTube About tab, and it says, Dave and Brian are musical comedians from Philadelphia. Sometimes they make awesome videos. And I would encourage listeners to go to the show notes and watch the video for this because they have an actual guy in a Santa suit on a wrecking ball. It's very good. It was really, really funny. Yeah, nice. You know, I I didn't talk about it too much at the head, Jay, but... 
I was really scraping the basement of YouTube with with some of this stuff. Like I was scrolling down 10, 11 pages worth of content looking for parody. Yeah. I'll be honest that it's kind of rare to find really good quality parody. And I would consider this one of them. This was the music. It was really well done. Yeah, agreed. And not, not quite the same path, but when we did our episode on covers recently, I, I also went way down into like these just many pages deep looking for content on YouTube. And there's um, after you wade, wade past that first page, all bets are off, man. Things get weird. It really is. The secret is to sort by view count. Because then you get the really okay. highly viewed ones. Otherwise, you're you're in the dregs where you're looking at videos that have 26 views, and you just you don't want to be there. I promise you. Yeah, there was definitely points in searching for covers when I was looking at some of the results and thinking like, this can't be like the most popular result. Yeah. <laughs> How is that exactly. possible? Exactly. So some notable lyrics I liked from this song: I really want to deck the halls and buy eggnog in a gallon jug. I know I'm going to drink it all, then regret it in the morning. Nice. And I've definitely had post-eggnog regret. Yes. I'm not a big booze eggnog guy. I just like the flavor, and I like the texture of drinking batter like that. But now that I'm diabetic, it's um, it's it's not really yeah. something I can do anymore. But, man, I love uh, I love the smell and the taste of eggnog. Yeah, no, I don't drink either in there, but it's definitely possible to have a food hangover, especially uh, this most notable favorite holiday of ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jay, do you want 12 egg yolks? Yeah. No? Yeah. No, how about I put it in a milkshake? <laughs> Say no more. I went from not eating fast food at all for like the last 15 years to having a Popeye Cajun fish sandwich yesterday. <laughs> like I still, like I, I just sweat it out on a three mile walk, but not <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not really where you want to be. Yeah, no, but we, my wife and I have decided in the second half of our lives, now that we've cleared, you know, we're, we're well into our forties that we've, we've done all that we can. Fast food is back in. <laughs> yeah. Your, your kids are old enough now. Yeah. If both of you were able, were happened to drop dead they'd be okay yeah be cared for so supersize um, it yeah <laughs> let it go all right jay our third song today this is one i know that you know well yes the third song being parodied is low rider by war here's a clip That was Lowrider by War. Jay, you were saying that that's pretty common to be heard in California. Yeah, that's like a pers- it's Lowrider is like the persistent background music no matter where you are in California. So, since you're familiar with it, I think you're going to enjoy our parody today. This is Sleigh Rider by Santa's Elves. All the kids know the Sleigh Rider. Oh, wow. 
That was Sleigh Rider by Santa's Elves. What'd you think, Jay? Great. I loved it. I mean, I like the original. I thought this was really cool. Um, you know, the, the the challenge with a song like this, you now as you hear it, though, is like Lowrider by War. It's not like it's not exactly like a lyrical masterpiece, right? It's not known for That's very true. It's not the prose is not what what brings you to that music. Is that what you remember? That's true. It's really just all my friends own a Lowrider yeah. and the horns. <laughs> it's like three lines, the whole song. Right. So so it's like the song Tequila. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tequila. Yeah. So, you know, like the cover is there's not a ton of it's cool fun you know probably not the deepest cut that will cover what we'll do but uh it was fun all right this is a parody of lowrider by war that was released in 1975 it wasn't top of mind that it was by war i've absolutely heard of war right but i never put the two together like it's just a song that i've always known in my life it's never been important to me but there it was and i also didn't realize it was came out the year before we were born right right it's an iconic song you know it's very very recognizable like you know tequila or other songs like that from that era that you know we grew up listening to and identifying with as being like the 60s 70s kind of sound so it definitely i thought it was a cool cover not a ton of lyrics though no and in fact i didn't pull any notable lyrics for this one i noticed <laughs> uh, so it's from the 2012 album santa's elves sing the hits by santa's elves hmm so I did spend some time this morning trying to figure out who Santa's elves were. I did find a website that was straight out of the GeoCities archive. Oh, nice. Santaselves.biz, I believe. <laughs> and uh, they did have a little about page, and it said, Santa's elves is a musical trio consisting of Elf Steve, Elf Kim, and Elf Ken. And the rest of the bio went on talking about <laughs> how Santa found them and all this stuff. Like, they're really leaning into it. You ever see those things with mall Santas and, like, they're talking to each other and, like, so uh, what do you do? What do you yeah, mean, what yeah. do I do? I'm Santa. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on, dude. Like, but Never what breaking do you do? character. Yeah, exactly. And that's the whole website. Mm. Santa's Elves Sing the Hits by Santa's Elves kind of sounds like, like, listen, if, I, if we were putting out an album, dude, the amount of time that we would spend... You know, and, and, and determining what the title of it would be like naming your album, like when we were kids, like growing up and learning an appreciation for music. It's part of the art. Santa's Elf Sings the Hits to me sounds like falls woefully short of my expectations. Yeah. Uh, real quick here. Can you pull up Santa's Elves dot biz and just give me a, uh, a La Chapelle report on this? Yeah. Hang on a second. We'll have to see. So sure. it's Santa's Elves dot biz, huh? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my characterization that it looked like a GeoCities website, how far off the mark was I? Uh, I have two I have two words for our listeners. Comic okay. Sans. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of, you know, it reminds me of a teenage girl's MySpace page in 2006. Yeah. Not exactly a, a hip and happening website. As I mentioned earlier, this is the artist that I picked two of their songs. They're really, really talented. They're website kind of betrays that but i'm kind of yeah but it's it's i'm telling you it's not like it's starting to grow on me the more that i look here so i'm gonna have to you know we'll get back you're to actually the show. enjoying the nostalgia of it well there's some there's you know what it is there's it, a lot of flashing in there you know there's i'm on the quest to find a, a version that works true to the original of elf elf bowling and oh, yeah. i've never been able to do it but this site like if i'm gonna find a lead it's gonna be on a site like this so that was Sleigh Rider by Santa's Elves. We're going to roll into the next song, Jay. The parody we're going to listen to is also by Santa's Elves. The song that's being parodied is Whip It by Devo. Here's a clip. Correction, whip. Give the massive slip. 
Jay, I'm pretty sure anybody who's seen Beavis and Butthead knows the song Whip It. Yes. That might represent a very small fraction of our audience, though. Do you know another movie that that song was featured in that I thought it was very well placed? What's that? Well, it'd be impossible. Oh, yeah. Like, you, are you sure you don't want to guess? Your choices are every movie ever. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Allow me to narrow it down. Casino. The movie Casino. It's used in there. And I thought that really? it was so very well done. I had no yeah. idea. Well, with that in mind, this is Rap It by Santa's Elves. That was Rapid by Santa's Elves. What'd you think, Jay? So first, I started. we started the show and we talked about having two songs by the same artist. And I think at the time you were, you were worried about what that might mean to the show. And I was assured you that our listeners would give us some latitude on this. Okay. I want to retract that statement. That's <laughs> my first thing. <laughs> what is that? I think I'm noticing a pattern here because they seem to be making parodies of songs that have very few words. Because Whip It, not unlike um, low what the Lowrider song, is is not long on prose. I guess that's fair, but I thought they stayed very true to the original, and I thought the quality was great. Yes, I actually I like the lyrics. Okay. So that having been said, this I, I, I almost kind of went into it expecting not to like it, but I liked it very much. And the, the words, even though there aren't a ton of words in the song... Their, their send-up is very cool. It's funny. The notable lyrics that I pulled out of this one are relevant to you. Are you ready for them? Yes. Don't get the name tags wrong when you rap it. You've had it all year long. It's time to rap it. That reminded me of the story you like to tell, and I believe you told it on yes. the Total Christmas podcast, about how your wife had a couple too many eggnogs and forgot to put the tags on the gifts. Yes. But you had to figure it out after the fact. What gift was it what? <laughs> yeah, two, two, three o'clock in the morning after cleaning up from having a house full on Christmas yeah. Eve, you know, and trying to get my giggling wife to tell me which, like holding up two, pa- pa- like which wrapping, because she has a system that's based on wrapping paper. Right, I'll right. just say that. But yeah, good memory. Since we already discussed Santa's Elves, the band, I do have just a couple notes here. This is a parody of Whip It by Devo. Do you know what year Whip It was released, Jay? Um, I would I would have said, so I saw the show notes oh. before seeing it. I would have said 70s. Yeah, it's 1980. I would have said 70s, and that's because of the casino reference. Like in my mind, oh. that's, it's like that 70s kind of off, late 70s avant-garde. But that makes sense, 80, that same time frame. And the other note I have on the original song, this one surprised me, that's why I threw it in here, is Whippet only made it to 94 on the Billboard Top 100 in 1981. That blows my mind. I thought this was would have been a much bigger hit. I mean, you don't hear about this generation of music without this song and the, and the cultural, visual. I mean, this wasn't more than just music. Diva was, was something to see. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was pretty important to the 80s. 
And maybe it was after the fact, but in the moment, not as popular as we would have thought. Right on. Big surprise. Last song today, the song being parodied is Last Christmas by Wham, which we really just did on our last show, but we'll still play a clip anyway. That clip was a little longer than I thought, Jay, but that's Last Christmas by Wham. If I remember our episode correctly, it was like the seventh most popular Christmas song of all time or something like that. Yeah, it's definitely up there, and I would say easily, and I think we discussed this, a modern classic. Okay, so I brought a parody of that song today, and this is the one exception I made to the no parodies about coronavirus version. Fair enough. And the reason I picked, yeah, and the reason I picked it is because I think the singing quality is really good, but I'll let you be the judge. This is the coronavirus Christmas song by James Adams, and the clip I took here is from the middle of the song because the beginning of the song, half of it would have been just instrumental. So here we go. I've been tested, staying inside. I've social distance and the coronavirus Christmas song by James Adams. What'd you think? I, I liked it. And I know it's like, it's tough. It's a tough call with the subject matter, but I liked it very much. I think we, it was the right idea to include at least one song that, that covered this. And I liked it. I didn't get the whole lyric, but there was something in there about only with half a face that is just like, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. they nailed that. Do, you, rec- that's do like, you recognize me with half a face? That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's that I think summarizes a lot of ways. Really cool song. I liked it. So this was a parody of Last Christmas by Wham. That song was released in 1985. This is another song, Jay, where I really couldn't find very much information about it. The song is on the channel of someone named James Adams on YouTube. But the singers are credited as Marcos Viega and Rocio Viega, and I thought they were really, really good. That's yeah. not an easy song to sing. Yeah, definitely. It was It was not an easy song to sing, and they, they you know, I'm, the sound was really good. It's not that we, we often talk about the production quality. Yeah. I think this was definitely really good. Top notch. Yeah, I think, you know, regardless, like, and this sounds kind of cheesy, but whenever somebody puts a lot of effort into what they do, um, you know, it doesn't always work out well, but it's you can tell that they put effort into it. Well, sure. It's like wrapping a crummy gift really nicely. Yeah. You know, or or the converse of that, 
you know, taking a nice gift and you throw it in a gift bag and put a piece of tissue paper on it. Here you go. You know, yeah. I didn't put any effort into, I put effort into the buying it, but not the, not the presentation of it. This was really, this is well done. Right. And, and let's not forget too the treatment of the original song and the original artist. Like this is kind of an last Christmas by Wham is in a protected category of songs that you <laughs> can't true. butcher, you know, and I think they did, they did right by it. Yeah. You can't go too far off a of main street or it just, the whole thing will fall apart. Right. Your, your listeners are not going to want that. I pulled a couple notable lyrics, and these were pretty funny. Merry Christmas. I typed it up and sent it, and Zoom called. You froze. What was the message? I, I like the Zoom reference. It, yeah. You know, 2020 was the year that we all got really acquainted with Zoom. Yes, that and the and the half a face thing are really on the nose for what I would <laughs> what I would hope for here. Yeah, so Jay, that's our five songs today. I know the, sh- the episode's a little shorter than normal, not too much though. Uh, let's go into the roundup. What was your favorite parody today? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the coronavirus Christmas song. I, I liked it, and I'm I'm hoping that uh, we can start to look back on this pandemic soon. <laughs> so I like the I like the treatment. I thought they did a good version of it. I love that song. So and and really good good vocals. I'm going to go with Wrap It by Santa's Elves, and that's probably because I like the song Whip It so much, and I just thought it was it was fun and funny and well done. Uh, so that that's my pick for today. You know, Jay, you just you mentioned putting the pandemic behind us. Now that I'm fully vaccinated and I've got all my antibodies, I actually went to the grocery store for the first time in a year yesterday. Wow, how was that? It was a, a non-issue. Like, I thought it was going to be a much bigger deal than it was. But what it reminded me was last year, I didn't get to do the things that really mean a lot to me in the lead up to the Christmas season. Yes. I have a couple traditions. One is I go to Hobby Lobby in, you know, around August because they'll be the first to put out Christmas stuff, trees and, you know, all the decorating kind of stuff. And I'm not really yep. into Home it. Depot, not far behind. Yeah, but I'm not really into it, but I still like seeing it. And then after that, you go to Costco in late August and they'll usually have a tree or a wreath or like a, a seven foot tall nutcracker or something like that. And then like you just said, and then in September you hit Home Depot and you hit Lowe's and you see all the Christmas decorations. And that's that August, September, October window that I do. And I didn't, I, I think I went to Lowe's one time and we did it on a Tuesday afternoon. So it wouldn't be very crowded. You know, I understand why we did it and it was the right thing to do, but I'm really, really looking forward to that this year. Yeah, it's a totally different spin on the experience, and that's probably why too. I think I'm I'm feeling like I'm I'm hungering for that. You know, last year, like, and it's um, I think without peeling back the onion anymore that we want to smell it. Last year, if you think about all the things that were going on in the world between November and December of 2020, it was an ugly time to be alive, and yeah. it just wouldn't feel like the greatest Christmas. So I think you know having that taste, I'm with you, man. And we just we actually I, I like I'm looking forward, like you said, you, you you mentioned going to Hobby Lobby in August, and I think of Home Depot around that same time. Usually in their garden center, you start to see stuff go up. And we just sold our condo and bought a, a, a new house. And it has that kind of low mid-century modern roof line that's like safe enough for me to still climb up on in my advanced age. Oh, yeah. So I'm in the market for I want like old school, like 60s giant, like tacky Santa with all the reindeer. Like, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to start combing Craigslist for that. If you fly me out, I'll help you decorate. Yeah, absolutely. Can do. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us today. Again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers who are listening. Thank you for being listeners, and thank you for what you do. If you have any 
feedback on the show or want to get in touch with us, go to jinglejank.com. You can find our email address and a link to all our social media accounts. We would love to hear from you in whatever you have to say. So until next time, Merry Christmas. Thank you. Feliz Navidad. All music used in this episode is property of its respective copyright owner, and no infringement is intended. These clips were played under the expectation of fair use for purposes of education or commentary. You can find links to all the songs we played in the show notes. Please don't sue us. We don't make any money from this. The worst episode ever.